Good afternoon, and welcome to Uncle Paul's Jazz Closet, your Monday afternoon radio show about jazz drummer Paul Modian and music he created, music he inspired, and music he inspired was inspired by. I want to thank my sponsors, um, the Cure Tour and the Dowling Walsh Gallery and Rockport Automotive for helping to bring the show on the air here at Community Radio. And um, today I have a show of new music and um, I'm not exactly sure where it's going to go, but we're going to start out with a new ECM record from um, Son of Goldfinger with David Torn, Tim Byrne, and actually I think it's Tim Burney, and Ches Smith. And um, I'm going to play one of their cuts. And there's only three songs on the album, so they're pretty long. And um, that's a little over 20 minutes. And then I'm going to call um, Tim Burney on the telephone, and um, we're going to have him on the air because the group is playing pretty close by here in Portland, Maine at Space. And before that, they're going to be at the Regatta Bar in Boston. So um, I'm pretty excited. These uh, jazz groups have been coming up to Portland. Um, and clubs like Blue and Space and um, the Woodford's Church, also the jazz um, group brings a lot of these groups here. Um, and um, we're getting some really great music. So I hope if you can attend, you will. The tickets are reasonably priced um, at $15, and um, and we'll hear what Tim has to say about it all. And um, after that, um, I'm going to play, I brought a lot of Tim CDs that I have, and I brought a lot of other new stuff, too, from ECM, um, and if we have time, we'll get to that. So we're going to start out with Soften the Blow, um, an improvisation by Dave Torn, Tim Burney, and Chess Smith. And um, Paul Modian played with Tim Burney. He went on tour with, on his first tour with him in Europe. And he recorded on an album called Mutant Variations with Tim. And Tim also recently released a CD of an early concert from that first tour with Paul. So I've got all that stuff here, too. So let's get started with Soften the Blow. Thank you. 
Okay, that was um, Soften the Blow with <laughs> David Torn. You can hear Tim. It's Bernie, right? Or is it Burn? Uh, no, it's Burn. It's Burn? Burn. Okay. Yeah, Oops, yeah. I thought I was pronouncing it wrong last <laughs> time. <Sorry. but>. All <laughs> right. <laughs> um, yeah, so that, and, and Chess Smith on percussion. And... Um, so, Tim, you're touring. You, I, are you guys just doing a couple of gigs with Son of Goldfinger? Yeah, or we, you? we did a West Coast, Midwest, South, for no, uh, North, I don't know what these parts of Central something or other. But we did the, the rest of the states for a couple of weeks in March, and then uh, we're just doing Boston, Portland, and Newburgh, New York this time. Uh-huh. Yeah, um, yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. And um, so you've you said that um, David Torn has produced uh, some of your records, the Snake Oil ones. And yeah, so he's. I mean, I've been working with him. I met him briefly in the '80s, and then we hooked up in the mid '90s, where I started using him to do mastering for my label. I had these live recordings that were pretty raw. And he was really good at getting them to sound reasonable. Um, eventually, he produced some stuff for my label of mine, I guess, beginning of 2000. And then we started talking about mixing. And he was saying, you know, he kept saying, man, I'd love to mix one of these records like a pop record, you know, spend a long, like a day on each tune or something. And, and so we got a chance to do that. Um, I would say around 2003, and it was really fun, and it, it really yielded, uh, you know, some different results. And we ended up, we sort of kept doing that. Um, I mean, all of the ECM records he's produced and mixed, except for the first one with, that I did with Manfred Eicher. And this record and all of his records, obviously he's mixed and, I guess, produced, whatever that means. But um, he's fantastic. I mean, I love his mixing and his ears, and he's also a great guy to have in the studio um, for um, guidance and just feedback, you know, and I don't really like to listen to takes when I'm in the studio, so I like to have somebody around who I trust and just say, well, do we have it? And they say yes, then we move on. It saves you a lot of time, you know, listening back to things and neurotics, you know. So, um... I don't really know that much about um, David Torn, but it, it sounds like he's mm-hmm. sort of a 
bit of a renaissance man in the music world, uh, doing a lot of different uh, kinds of things. Um, and so has, um, how old is he? He's, uh, he's 65. Uh-huh. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, he's done a lot of film composing. He's probably played on, you know, 300 movies. Wow. Uh, yeah. A lot of producing, amazing player. Um, yeah, you should Google him. He's got a pretty interesting, uh, to say the least, uh, history. <laughs> yeah. Um, and the, um, yeah, and this new album is, uh, it's so, uh, I don't know, space, spacey kind of. I really like it. The sort okay. of these ethereal sounds of the, with the pedals, I guess, with the guitar. And, um, but the, the way that the saxophone and the drums work in is just, uh, really flawless. Like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, also a lot of the electronics, uh, are also coming from Chess, the drummer. He's, uh, he's doing some looping and things and, He's got some drum samples and stuff. Um, so a lot of the time when you think he's not playing, he's actually doing some electronic stuff. And, and uh, it's easier to see when you see him live. You can sort of oh, I, I've never seen, yeah. On. I don't think I've seen anybody yeah. do electronic stuff with the drums. That's, uh, yeah, it's pretty interesting. Yeah. A lot of the things that sound like bass lines are actually him, sometimes just on his iPhone. Uh-huh. While wow. he's playing the drums. Yeah, so While he's wild. playing the drums, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So he must be a young guy. The <laughs> he's uh, he's starting to, you know, he's going to join the club soon. But, yeah, but he can combine the phone with stuff. That's <laughs> yeah, I know. He's, uh, yeah, he's got that dexterity. doesn't have arthritis yet. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but it's kind of amazing. I don't usually... I've been playing with David for years and chess, and I, I tend not to look at what they're doing while they're doing it. So when I listen, this record in particular, it's pretty hard to know who's who, even with my stuff. You know, a lot of times I'm like, is that you or is that me? And then David will say, oh, it's both of us, you know. Or, and and chess, you know, I'm like, and sometimes David will look over and go, man, is that chess or me? You know, because it really gets, it gets pretty wild. Yeah, you get pretty but, intertwined. Uh, yeah, yeah. But yeah. It's, 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 yeah, it's really fun. Yeah, so um, if you're just tuning in, um, this is uh, Cindy at, for Uncle Paul's Jazz Closet, and Tim Byrne is on the phone. He's going to be playing down in Portland at Space um, on Friday night. I think it starts at 8 o'clock with Son of Goldfinger, with uh, David Torn and Chess Smith. And um, and Tim has a history with Paul Modian, um, played on his first tour, Tim's first tour. I was listening a little to um, when you came on the show, it's a little over a year ago, I guess, and um, or, or maybe two years, I can't remember. It's 2017, yeah. I think. Yeah. Probably, yeah, it could have been two. Yeah, it could have been two. And um and yeah, that it was fun. You told some funny stories about the European tours. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. I, I think I was just telling a couple of those stories. Somebody was asking me about that. And I started remembering some other stories and and then I thought about those uh notebooks you sent me in the comments. Yeah. Like Paul's comments on some of my uh 
travel decisions. <laughs> he made comments about them, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, he'd have these little things. He goes, why are we leaving at 8? You know, like, oh, man, we're going to miss that one. You know, these little side comments. <laughs> really amazing yeah he was at a he was really uh i was uh, i'm trying to organize the cassettes i have of his and i had a bunch of the early ones digitized but i didn't really get to listen to them and um i was listening to one it was um it said you know it's a keith jarrett um from um, when they were in japan in 1975 with um dewey redmond charlie hayden and Keith and Paul, and um, I thought it was a concert tape, but it did say chatter on the on the cassette. Uh-huh. But it's mostly all chatter. It's hilarious. <laughs> oh man! But they they're That's but they tell stories about previous tours and um, mm-hmm. and there and there's just a lot of laughing and silliness going on. But it was oh, Paul's recorder. He got this um, recorder that he was. Uh, using and testing out and um and you just like leave it running when they were in the dressing room and um but yeah some of the stuff get it gets pretty ridiculous but i don't know i don't know how i'm going to put it on the air though there's a lot of swearing and <laughs> stuff like that so, <laughs> so. but you guys yeah you must all tell your stories when you're you do a lot of waiting right when you especially if you're at like a a big um, gig with lots of different bands and. Oh yeah, and there's so much laughing. Yeah. That's some of the best parts are just laughing. You know the insanity of the whole thing, the travel, and the, you know what you sometimes go through. I remember yeah. that just a couple of years ago, David. We we flew to Romania from the states to play some festival, and uh, we got there. You know, it was like three flights and. I don't know, the whole trip was probably 20-something hours. We pulled into this hotel, and there was nobody who knew where the venue was. Nobody from the festival and nobody who um, who could tell us anything. And we were supposed to play, we thought we were going to play in like three hours. You know, do a sound check and blah, blah, blah. So I'm sitting there, I'm like, wow, I've never been faced with this one. This is a new one, you know, like after traveling for all that time. <laughs> the driver had no idea who, the, who we were supposed to talk to. And we didn't know where the, the venue, you know, we just were in the middle of these mountains. And so I started texting this. I remember that Bill Frizzell was there the day before, and I talked to um, I texted his sound person. I said, hey, do you know who's running this festival? And she said, oh, the hotel lady knows everything. And so I went and found the woman, you know, who's checking people in. And she said, oh, yeah, you got to go there. They're going to be, I'll call them, you know. And it all came together. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, but if I hadn't texted her, I had no idea what would have happened. Yeah. So up or, Was that Claudia? Yeah, that Is that the... Yes, exactly. Claudia. Yeah, she keeps everything together, doesn't she? <laughs> she does. Very yeah. Together. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, Bill's. Bill's played um, a little club called Blue that's um, pretty close to where you're playing at Space. Um, just uh, it's like maybe a block away, and um, so he's oh, okay. he's come there in the spring a couple times the last few years. Oh, okay. And, um, yeah, so I got to meet Claudia. Yeah, she's she's really nice. <laughs> I like her. Yeah. Um, 
All right, so maybe we'll play a little something. I was looking at this uh, Shadow Man. Um, okay. Um, yeah, we could play the this. We could play Psalm, the uh, the yeah, Palmodian tune you have on there. Um, perfect. So we can bring Paul in directly. Um, yeah, that sounds good. Yeah, yeah. The other thing that struck me about listening to that chatter is that Paul was—he was like the same his whole life, <laughs> or ever since <laughs> I, I knew him. Exactly. I guess the whole time I knew him, he was just yeah. He has the same attitude and the same, uh, same kind of jokes and stuff. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't meet him, but I saw first time I saw him was in '72, I think, with that band at Vanguard. Uh huh. I just remember seeing him sitting around, but I didn't say anything. But I think I didn't meet him until '80, maybe 1980. Yeah. Okay, so this is um, Paul Modian's Tune Psalm from uh, Snake Oil, Tim Burns' Snake Oil Shadow Man.
Okay, that was uh, Paul Modian's tune, Psalm, from uh, Tim Burns' Snake Oil album, Shadow Man, which was the first one that David Torn produced for him. Um, let's see who else is on this album. Well, it was the first one uh, he produced for ECM. We, we had done a bunch of other ones. Oh, but, it's the uh, first one he produced for ECM. Okay. Yeah, yeah. 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 And then on that cut, it was just me and Matt Mitchell, the piano player. Uh-huh. Duo. But the, the band is also uh, Chess Smith, who's playing with us Friday, and then uh, Oscar Noriega, clarinets. Yeah. Yeah, so it seems like you there's a lot of... Uh, yeah, shifting goes on with these groups. Uh, a little you, bit, you play uh, yeah, in, with the same people in different configurations, and uh, yeah, definitely that happens. Some people are busier. I mean, Matt uh, Chess is in a million different bands. Yeah, I've kind of reduced my. I'm not. Do, I don't do that so much anymore. I I did had a little period where I was doing that a lot, but. Yeah. Um, why don't you tell us about the second song on Son of Goldfinger, um, Spartan, before it hit? So sure. that there's like a big band a, with that. Yeah, it's uh, it's from a commission that David got from this place called the Shifting Foundation. And there's a string quartet, two other guitar players, uh, and then uh, Craig Taborn playing piano. Ryan Ferrer and Mike Baguetta on guitars, and the string quartet's called the uh, Scorchio String Quartet. And David wrote, that's the only piece that actually has written notated music. And so he wrote some string quartet stuff, and also I'm playing alto, I'm, I'm playing with the string quartet at the beginning, and then it kind of branches off into some other stuff, and eventually Craig comes in, and then the guitar players are doing some things at the beginning and the end, but it's a little more of a composed uh, piece. Uh-huh. You know, and David's written a ton of film music, so it, it almost reminds me a little bit of some of his film music, but uh, just some really beautiful uh, string writing. Yeah. And so he decided to put that in between the other two pieces, which was, I think, a good idea. Yeah, um, I don't want to play the whole album, but I. Um, so I mean, people, first, so people will buy it. First, but I might play some of it. Maybe the, yeah, if you play the first eight and a half minutes uh-huh. of Spartan, but right up until there's like a big explosion, she'll be really obvious, and then that's probably a good place to fade out. Yeah. Okay. Well, maybe I'll Just do after that. The yeah. yeah. I'll do that later. Um, I wanted to ask you about. Um, about your artwork so are you mm-hmm. a photographer do you think or are you do you I, I, do I other stuff a, i might be a fake photographer but i have a good eye you know i i'm pretty yeah i have a good eye composition i'm not really a photographer but i've become uh, notorious for my photos and ecm uses them quite a bit so that's kind of funny yeah so you did the cover the cover of yeah, this, for this new one, album. That's, uh, yeah, that's in my bedroom wall. I'm looking at it right now. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's been fun. And, and I've had a few exhibitions with my friend, uh, Steve Byram, who's a, a painter and, and designer. and So we've been doing these little shows together, which is fun. Um, he used to design... In fact, he designed a lot of Paul's covers uh, for JMT. I don't know if you remember that. Oh, yeah, yep. 
What's yeah, his he name? Did most of those covers. Steve Byram, B Y R A M. Uh-huh. He's uh huh. He's probably done eight or ten covers for Paul. Um, so I've known Steve since '86, uh, and he's probably done you know seventy covers for me, fifty, sixty, something like that. But he's done like for my label. He's he's pretty much done the artwork. Yeah. So um, he was the one who encouraged me to actually keep doing the photo stuff so now I'm kind of into it so your label Screwgun Records um, yeah. are, are you, do you produce other people's work or is it all bands that I you're in I had a in? brief moment the end of like late 90s early 2000s where I was doing it for like Mark Ducray and a few other people and it got to be one of record industry kind of collapsed it, it got to be uh, financially it just wasn't practical and also i just didn't have the time to do so you know yeah to do to do it all um, but i still put out my stuff and once in a while you know i put something out when i i just want to do it quickly and not deal with any labels you know um so I noticed that sometimes you do like little uh, sets of covers that are letterpressed and have original yeah. artwork and stuff. So how do you do that? Do you collaborate with well, we, different there's people? A guy, uh, there's a guy in New Haven. Uh, I mean, we put out this book, and it's all Steve and myself. But uh, but the covers, you know, there's a guy in uh, New Haven who does the letterpress stuff. Uh -huh. And he did the book. He sort of, you know, figured out how to print the book and laid it out for, you know, kind of uh, came up with an interesting format for this little art book. And and then there was a place in Chicago called Fireproof Press that was, that was also really cool. And we've probably done about 20 letterpress covers. Yeah. Just cardboard, you know. It was really fun. That was kind of a cool period. Um the last one we did was probably two years ago, maybe. Uh -huh. it, was a, it was a solo piano record. But, yeah, it's really fun. I mean, it's fun. I mean, that's the appeal for me to putting stuff out myself. I love getting involved in all the artwork and seeing how, how we can take it and weird, you know, because you can kind of do whatever you want if it's your label. And uh, it's worked pretty well. You know, people still, I mean, Steve's pretty notorious. He uh, he was quite legendary. He worked at uh, CBS Sony for about 25 years, and he did the first Beastie Boys cover, and he's kind of done some famous like metal covers and stuff. He, you know, so he goes back goes back to the early 80s, maybe even the 70s. Yeah, so. uh, yeah, it's it's pretty great artwork. I really like it. Yeah, yeah. Really. It's fun. Um, so what kind of, um, what are you guys going to play in Portland, do you think? Are you going to, um, are you just going to improvise? Are you going to... We are just going to improvise. You're, the whole thing's going to be improvised, so we don't, you know, people can just come We don't come know. And, you, nobody yeah. knows. I mean, we, that's all we, with this band, when we play live, that's what we do. We kind of committed to that about 10 years ago. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. So it doesn't feel 
doesn't feel weird anymore. You know, it's kind of like, okay, this is what we do. And, and because we have played quite a bit this year, you know, we get into it pretty fast and, and there's a lot less fear than maybe there used to be 10 years ago. And, and sound-wise, we've kind of developed our sound quite a bit. And uh-huh. Yeah, it's fun. I mean, it's it made the most sense. You know, it seems like it's the best way to do this, you know, because it gives David and Chess more flexibility in terms of when they want to do use the electronics and when they, you know, I don't know, just, just a lot more freedom. Yeah. So, so it's, yeah, it's been fun. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. Um, if you're just tuning in, we're talking to Tim Byrne, who's going to be playing in Portland, Maine, on Friday night at Space with Son of Goldfinger, uh, with David Torn and Chess Smith. And um, I think maybe we've got well, a little less than, we have seven and a half minutes um, to the top of the hour. Should I save, do you think I should save that second song till I can play eight minutes of it? <laughs> nah, that's cool. You can put it on. Yeah? <laughs> yeah, why not? Yeah. Um, okay, so, um, yeah, so thank you for coming on. And, yeah, thanks for coming on. And I'll see you on Friday. And, uh, Sounds good. Yeah. <laughs> All right, see you later. Okay, thanks, Tim. Bye-bye. Bye. So we're going to go to the top of the hour with uh, Spartan before it hit, just part of it.
Welcome back to the second hour of Uncle Paul's Jazz Closet. Um, I'm so glad that uh, Tim Byrne was able to speak to us a little bit um, in the first half of the show. So I'm going to continue playing some of his music and mix in a few other new tunes that I've gotten. Uh, we were saying how ECM Records is really putting out lots of new stuff. Um, before the top of the hour, we heard just part of Spartan before it hit a David Torn tune from the album Son of Goldfinger. And um, besides um, Tim on saxophone and Chess Smith on drums, um, Craig Taborn plays electronics and piano on that, and the Scorchio Quartet with uh, violins, um, guitars, a viola and a cello with uh, Amy Kimball, Rachel Gola, Martha Mook, Lee Koloff, Mike Baguetta, and Ryan Ferrara. Um, and if you like that music, um, head on down to Space Gallery in Portland on Friday night, um, 8 o'clock. The show starts, uh, very reasonable, $15 to get tickets. You can buy them online. Um, and uh, Tim told us they're gonna. It's the whole show is going to be improvised. Really a special treat, I think, to have them come to Maine. Can't wait to go. So I'm gonna um, thank my partners, Rockport Automotive, Curator, and the Dowling Walsh Gallery for helping to bring this radio show to the Rockland community here at WRFR Low Power 93.3 FM. Um, actually, Paul made two albums with Tim Byrne. I was thinking just the one plus the um, live concert release that was done recently, but um, there's an album called Mutant Variations with Ed Schuler and uh, C. Herb Robertson, and I'm going to play a tune called Homage.
Nice long set of music there on your community radio station, WRFR 93.3 FM, Rockland, Maine, Um, and featuring uh, some Tim Byrne today as um, he's playing with Son of Goldfinger in Portland on Friday night. Um, So that you just heard Incidentals Contact from uh, Snake Oil Incidentals. And, and that's an um, ECM release, and um, I believe David Torn produced it or helped with the music. Um, Oscar Noriega, Ryan Ferrara, Matt Mitchell, and Ches Smith are also on there. Before that, we heard an old album called The Ancestors. Um, I think that's from the early 1980s. I don't have the exact date in front of me. Sirius B., and um, Paul Modian plays drums on that. And also Herb Robertson, Ray Anderson, Matt Goldsbury, and Ed Schuler. That was Serious B. And then before that, I got in another new ECM CD with um, Bill Frizzell and... Thomas Morgan, and the album is called Epistrophe, and that just came out, I think, like yesterday, and they do play one of Paul Modian's tunes, Mumbo Jumbo, and that's what we heard, and I'll play more from this in the future, Um, and it's a live album, live at the Village Vanguard, and at the very top of the set, we heard Homage from another early Tim Byrne album, Mutant Variation. And that has Paul Modian, Ed Schuler, and Herb Robertson on it also. Um, and so um, I'm going to take us to the top of the hour with one more cut from the Snake Oil album Shadow Man, also on ECM Records, Cornered Duck by Tim Byrne. Um, and this has uh, Tim Byrne on alto sax, Oscar Noriega, clarinet, Matt Mitchell on piano, and Ches Smith on, with drums and percussion. And um, so if, you're gonna, if you can get yourself down to Portland on Friday night at Space, which is on Congress Street, you can hear Son of Goldfinger with Dave Torn, Tim Byrne and Ches Smith, and they're going to improvise the whole um, whole set. So it should be a great time. And next week, I'm not sure what I'm doing. I've, I'm sort of organizing in the archive. I think I might be an archivist. <laughs> and um, I've come back to a lot of stuff that I had digitized that I didn't really listen to very closely. And there's a lot of interesting things on there. So maybe I'll do something with that. We'll see what happens. Um, So stay tuned for Kalimoto after my show.